Hey yo, what's up? This is Shanti. V for the win. Back for another episode on the heels of the NBA draft. The 2022 NBA draft. No lie. As I sit here almost a week after, still can't believe. Know, what Troy Weaver was able to accomplish um, with this team moving forward. Hell of a draft. Um, a great way to show how it's done around here in the city as far as general managers go. You know, um, as we see the Red Wings are, you know, struggling to get back to uh, to a formability. You know what I mean? The, the Lions has been well documented. You know, their struggles, you know, with um, Brad Holmes, you know, and Steve Eisenman, respectively, respectively, um, leading these teams, you know, here in the city. Um, you got the Tigers, you know, struggling. So it was good to see, like, some draft day. Just think about the last two drafts we witnessed, you know, for our, our, our teams. Um, you know, Brad Holmes, you know, causing causing a stir in the first round, you know, moving up to get Jameis Williams. Um, already had, you know, Aiden Hutchinson in his back hip pocket and made a move, you know what I mean, and got the player he wanted. Same thing with Troy Weaver. You know, Troy Weaver, you know, we took – Jaden Ivey, I, I don't want to say he, he slipped because it may seem like, you know, he's not that good of a player. Um, he was absolutely my number one choice, you know, um, as, as far as, you know, Piston draft picks goes, wish list goes. And the way this thing, when I seen Paulo Bancaro um, being selected number one, by the Orlando Magic, which was well deserved. I, I like Bancaro a lot. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I was kind of thinking it was a slight on him did, for him to be disrespected to even say Chet Holmgren was even better than him. To be honest, I'm not a Chet Holmgren guy. You know what I mean? Um, it is what it is. He probably could prove me. He probably proved me wrong during the season. But if it was me at number one, I wouldn't have picked him either. You know what I mean? I think Paulo Bancaro. Or Jabari Smith. I thought I think Jabari Smith maybe a little bit better than Bancaro, but I like Bancaro's game down low. And I think uh, Jabari Smith is more of a jump shooter, big fella jump shooter who can shoot, really shoot. Um, so I knew when Bancaro was chosen, it, it this was going to be something different. You know what I mean? At the top of the drive, it always is. Like it's, this, la- the last show we just had, I said in the top ten, top seven top eight it's always a player that no one um was even on a radar that somebody else falls in love with another team rather and then they pick them you know what i mean in this case ben carroll was the number one pick you know chet holmgren going number two which is not bad um um actually going and then okc actually passed on holmgren i'm sorry 
Jabari Smith and took Chet Holmgren. I was I was very surprised by that. But hey, maybe they wanted Chet, Chet Holmgren. Maybe they were chomping at the bit, especially that uh, Orlando pick, um, Bankero. So it was clear OKC had Holmgren higher on their board than Jabari Smith. And then Jabari Smith went to Houston at, at three, which I think was a great pick for them because now, you know, they, they kind of need some some new blood in there. You know what I'm saying? You know, Jalen Green. Um, they also got uh, uh, Jason Tate, you know what I mean? Good-looking rookie who played last year. So Houston trying to build it right, just like the Pistons. Um, the Kings. This is where people say the draft was going to start. You know what I mean? Either the Kings are going to take Keegan Murray or they were going to take Jaden Ivey. You know what I mean? Or possibly someone else. You know, Matherin. You know, people was talking Math Benedict Matherin too. Or Shaden Sharp, you know, in this spot. So it was interesting to see what the Kings were going to do. I was for sure before, you know, Adam Silver read the name I, I i was thinking to myself they're gonna take jay Ivey, piss is gonna take keegan murray and it's gonna be all good i mean i, I like keegan murray but i, I like jay Ivey better two big 10 guys you know iowa and purdue respectively um kings took keegan murray i immediately started pumping my fist and stood up at my in my home in my basement and my son looking at me like I'm crazy, like Dad, why are you? Uh, it's not even a game on. Why are you so excited? And <laughs> and seeing the Pistons go up there, and it was sort of like, you know, usually sometimes you know you're watching the draft, whether it's the NBA draft or the NFL draft, and it seems like when a team gets to their pick and, and the player they want's on the board. They the pick you know how it says the pick is in on the screen. It's usually usually pretty quick. You know what I mean? It don't even take the whole you know three or four minutes. It's usually within a minute that that caption changed to pick is in. Now the Pistons took a long time. I think they took the whole time needed to, to make the pick, which I couldn't understand was frustrating the heck out of me. Because I'm like, man, go ahead and make the pick. Run the card up there. I would have, as soon as they took Keegan Murray and they, they're pumped from circumstances over with Keegan Murray. Yeah, yeah, Keegan Murray, Keegan Murray at four. Run the card up there and pick Jay Nivey. But um, that's just a fan of me, you know, wanting them to pick him so bad. And come to find out, they did pick him. You know what I mean? Um, you fast forward it, you know, think, just thinking back, um, you know, you see how the motion came out. Jaden, I, I didn't know the city connection um, between him and, you know, his mom playing for the the shock. And now she's, a, you know, college uh, women's basketball coach right now. Um, I, I did not know. You know, that was his mom that played for the shock. You know what I mean? That's pretty cool. And then his dad, you know, playing the country day, his grandfather playing for the Lions. And it you you know, it just seems like the stars are where the stars were aligned for the Pistons, you know, to, to get Jaden Ivey. Um because I, I think that, you know, this team, this team, this franchise needs an infusion of luck, man. I mean, you know, last year 
getting Kay, Kay Cunningham um, to, to go with a couple of young, good, nice pieces with Sadiq Bay and Isaiah Stewart. Now, you you know, you, you mix all that in. You fast forward to Jaden Ivey, you know, which the kid was balling when he got picked, which I really like. I mean, people say, oh, that don't mean nothing. That don't mean he can play. But it just shows you the emotion he wanted to be here. You know, sometimes you hear things and you don't believe it. You know, the press just try to make us stir sometimes with certain things. And the kid wanted to be here, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, from what everything I heard, Jay Nivey wanted to be a Piston. You know what I mean? So for him to get picked and the emotion and you could just see, you know, he was so you know, happy, you know, tears of joy, whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? His time is now. I, I think that, you know, picking not so much he's going to be upset because, you know, he felt he should have been the number one pick, you know, overall. But, man, just being picked five, um, Pistons, you know, did their due diligence on this kid. You know what I mean? I think that that was just an awesome pick for the Pistons to, to get Jay Nivey, man. It, it just, everything just seems to be right with this pick. You know what I mean? And last year, remember, I think more so this year than last year because no one kind of knew um, Kay Cunningham and what what he was. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, obviously, if you followed Oklahoma State basketball, you know, you would be familiar with Kay Cunningham. Even myself, I probably watched a handful of games of Kay Cunningham, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, he was a good player. He stood out. This guy here, Jay Nivey, I mean, he stood out every game. I mean, yeah, people are knocking him. You know, they lost to, uh, I think it might have been St. Mary's. I think it was an NCAA tournament. And, you know, and people are getting on him. Said he didn't perform in, in a big spot. And, Listen, people are going to have bad games. You know what I'm saying? I, I watched Jay Nivey every game that he had. It just seemed like every game I turned on and he was on when they played Ohio State, um, when they played Indiana. I remember seeing Jay Nivey hit some shots at the end of the game, one to win the game, one to send it in overtime. Um, yeah, he had a couple bad games. So what? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think the good – Far ways outweighs the bad with Jay Nivey. You know, I mean, if you're if you're picking a couple games of him having a bad game, which is gonna happen, you know, you you you, you probably just a nitpicker anyway. You know, what I mean, that's the way I look at it. But how how can you not envision a backcourt of Jay Nivey and Kay Cunningham? You know, Jay Nivey six foot four. Yeah, he need to work on his outside shot but what player doesn't coming in from college to the next level unless you're just a bona fide shooter you know maybe Jabari Smith might have been the best big man shooter out there Keegan Murray might have been the best scorer period um, but Jay Nive is electric I think that you know the fourth quarter once he figures it out you know could be could be uh, a, a new job uh, not a new uh the um in line with John Moran, dare I say, a new John Moran, which I don't think that, but I think that he plays in the same uh, reckless abandon as John Moran. Just seems like he's fearless, you know, going to the rim. Um, now, you know, you 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 put those two guys 
with um, a, a Marvin Bagley the third, you know, who get who pick and roll, get to the basket, um, you know, mix it up on the inside. I love the the, the, the ability of, of the lob game. Um, like a Lob City, remember the Clippers had Lob City, Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. Now, you know, you insert uh, Jalen Duran, which the Pistons got with the 13th pick. Um, you add Isaiah Stewart. You add a Marvin Bagley, you know, guys who, who can fly. And, and, and there I say, if free agency... If you can get a DeAndre Aiden, which his name has been fly, been flying around, you know, it seems to think I seem to think they probably won't get DeAndre Aiden because I think it's been too much talk about it. You know what I'm saying? I just don't think Phoenix here is what what Pistons media is saying, what the NBA landscape is saying. Man, what they were saying on draft night. I mean, it was already they was already uh, saying DeAndre Aiden was out of there on draft night. Kendrick Perkins in particular. Um, I don't think it's that much of a slam dunk with him. I think Miles Bridges, it could be some, you know, it could be some brewing of the pot on that one because, you know, from what I'm hearing, you know, Miles Bridges absolutely wants to come to Detroit. He, it's not even the other team mentioned other than the Hornets. Miles Bridges could be coming to Detroit, which me personally, I would love it. You know what I mean? Um, because I, I think that, it's no more position basketball out there. You could say, oh, yeah, well, the Pistons need another center. Yeah, they're undersized. If you if you go into the season with, you know, uh, Isaiah Stewart at 6'8", you know, Myron Bagley, 6'11", wingspan, puts him over seven foot tall. You know, Jalen Duran's going to have to play maybe some spot spotty minutes. He's not going to be maybe a contributor like Jay Nivey, but – you know, I think he is a guy in the mix because he plays defense and he's a rim protector. You know what I mean? He can block shots. He can, you know, put a body on somebody underneath the basket. I think that's key for the Pistons. You know, how many times they've been over, undersized the last couple of years. So now, if you could get a, uh, let, let's just insert DeAndre Aiden. We know this, he could score. You know what I mean? Maybe he might not go out there and score 40 a night or even 30 a night, but he can darn sure get you 22. 21, you know, 24 points, 10 rebounds, that type, you know, production, which that would be a welcome sight. You know what I mean? Um, all of this is all predicated on Kay Cunningham. I, I think that, like I said before, once you get a superstar player, other, other pieces around your superstar player, players going to want to come here. Sooner or later, now you hear Miles Bridges say, yeah, it's money. Obviously, you know, you. I heard somewhere in the neighborhood of four years, $110 million, um, which, hey, you say 25, over $25 million a year for, for Miles Bridges, and you say, well, what has he ever accomplished to, to warrant that contract? Hey, that, that's, that's, what, that's what the times are, man. That's what you got to pay to get a player like Miles Bridges, who I think is just scratching the surface, you know what I mean, to the player he can be. You know, um, the only thing about it is I think it's maybe another year losing for the Pistons. Um, now we got the team. Now we got to get it on the court. Now it looks good. We got all the shiny pieces. Now we got to get it on the court. You know what I mean? And, and get it out there. Get the product out there. Get the get the spotlights out there. You know, 
Let's run some plays. Let's run some pick and rolls. Let's let's run. Let let's get get to the basket. Now we got to do all these things that we say that we're capable of doing now. You know what I mean? And I think that you know it started with K Cunningham. You know, just look at just say if we get uh, Miles Bridges. You know, you put him in our lineup, and now you got K Cunningham at six foot five, who's a lot more uh, mobile, um, slithery in person. You know what I mean? He's kind of elusive, gets to his spot. You know, I absolutely a, f- a facilitator out there. You know what I mean? He 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 can be the primary ball handler. Him and Ivy, I think they can work off each other. You know what I mean? Both of them can take turns. You know what I mean? Pick their spots. You know, and I think that that's key because now – you know, if you're a team defensively trying to trying to guard Jaden Ivey and Kay Cunningham, you pick your poison. You know what I mean? Those two guys can go to work, man. You know what I mean? You can give them a dose of Kay Cunningham, some trips down the floor. Then you change your pace, give it to Ivy, let Ivy work, you know, be a facilitator, create his own shot. And that's what I like about both. I've seen Kay Cunningham, you know, a couple times, you know. Um, you know, I watched every game, but I've seen him in person. Um, enough times to see that you know Kay Cunningham can can create. You know he can make things happen in the open floor. He can make things happen with the ball in his hand. He find an open man. He's unselfish, and I think that that's going to go a long way, man. With Jaden Ivey already showed which last year with Purdue, you know he was like a ball handler and trying to set guys up and obviously the talent he was playing with is not like you know even the talent on the Pistons now um so I think that he was more so being a system guy and not going out there trying to score 40 you know what I mean every game which I think he probably could have if he wanted to um and really asserted himself but you know being a being a uh, teammate and being a you know, a guy that's, you know, being coachable. He, Jay Nivey showed me he was coachable. Didn't, at least I never heard it in the media or anything, him being upset with his role or wanted more touches or looks or, you know, on the court. So I think that having these two guys is just really going to just set up for good things with the Pistons. Um, then you look at, um, like I said, Ivy six foot four, Kay Cunningham six foot five. Both of them can can work with or without the ball in their hands. Um, then you put in a Miles Bridges who's six foot seven. And let's just say if they go to Miles Bridges route, six foot seven, absolute high flyer, and can absolute um, come to you know bring bring the highlight reel, bring get your phones ready. You know Miles Bridges on an open floor. You mean to tell me you got a break? fast break with with K Cunningham, Jaden Ivey on one side, Miles Bridges on the other side, and Isaiah Stewart possibly bringing up the rear in a fast break, forget about it. ESPN Sports Center all all day. You know what I mean? I, that's they'll be exciting. You know what I mean? It's going to be very exciting if that was the case. Only thing I worry about is defensively. You know what I mean? Which Every young team gonna have to be coached, and I think that right now, Dwayne Casey could be the guy to get them in that mindset. You know what I'm saying to play defense. You know, then you go further. 
down the lineup. Okay, you put Miles Bridges in there. Then you could say Sadiq Bay, six foot seven. You know, Sadiq Bay is like six foot seven, 220, 225. You know, big dude. You know, I mean, I like I said, the times I seen Sadiq Bay in person. Players, you even him being a second year player, you can't move the guy. You know what I'm saying? If he gets on the block, or he could. You know, the drive and kick game, that's where Sadiq Bay comes in at. You know what I mean? You could get a, a slasher like Kay Cunningham, Jay Nivey, find an open man in the corner, a three-point line. That's Sadiq Bay. You know what I mean? That's where he comes in at, which I think he, he's, he's an excellent player. You know what I mean? Um, uh, sure as hell worth every bit of the 19th pick overall, you know, a couple years ago when, when Troy Weaver drafted him. Um, very excited to think Sadiq Bacon, he really expand his game as well. And then if you want to insert, instead of having DeAndre Aiden, insert Marvin Bagley, the third. You know what I mean? I think Marvin Bagley's got a place on this team. He showed it. You know what I mean? And I'm all for it. You know, you know his, his contract's probably going to be team-friendly, you know what I mean, Because just because of where he came from and, you know, him basically revitalizing his career. I love guys like He's the perfect piston to have on your roster team, a, a guy who's, who's been passed over, former, you know, uh, number, you know, high pick in the draft. And now he's found a home, and it seems like the Pistons always thrive with those players. You know what I mean? You gotta have a couple of those hungry guys on your roster. I think Marvin Bagley likes to be here. You know, at least he was saying all the right things. His play showed it. You know, now it's all about chemistry. You know what I mean? So if you can run a, a lineup with um, Sadiq Bay, Miles Bridges, Marvin Bagley the third, Kay Cunningham, Jade Nivey. I mean that's that, that's that's showtime. That's young, you know. It doesn't it doesn't maybe translate into wins, you know, right away. It might be another situation where they start the season five and fifteen or something like that because they, you know, they they got the highlight reels out, but the defense might be uh, something that's a work in progress, which I'm not killing them for that. You know what I mean? Then you insert a Jason Duran. Insert Isaiah Stewart. You know what I mean. Isaiah Stewart always, like I say, he always remind me of a, you know, Ben Wallace type. But you know, Jason Maxiel. Somebody uh, pointed that out last week. I think that that's a great comparison. Jason Maxiel. I think he might be a little bit better than Jason Maxiel though. Um, but you know, Isaiah Stewart. I still like him in the mix. But I think he could be more of a guy that comes off the bench. You know what I mean? He can come and be your sixth or seventh man off the bench, which is no slight, and Killian Hayes as well. You know what I mean? Killian Hayes, um, you know, seventh pick overall. A lot of people went sour on him last year, you know. Uh, think about the kids 19 years old, man. You know what I mean? Is he a Jaden Ivey? Heck no, he ain't. But I think that he could He could. She show last year that he can defend on the perimeter, and that's key coming out. When you got a guy that's coming off the bench that can play defense, you know, uh, get in the passing lanes. You know, he's young enough where he, he's mobile enough to, to get the angles, you know what I mean, on defense. Um, the Boston Celtics had, you know, they, they got the 
the new blueprint. I think it's a copycat league. You know, Golden State Warriors allow allow you to play positionless basketball, where you know you got four guys at six foot six out there, and then you got one guy six foot four, and you making it work. You know what I mean? What? Because everybody can shoot, everybody can score, everybody's got to be accounted for. So that puts pressure on your defense. Same thing. Like what the Celtics did with Grant Williams off the bench. You know, you got guards who defend, like Marcus Smart. Um, um, what's the other kid? It was Derek White, who was great in the, in the playoffs and the finals for the Celtics as a whole. Now, you know, if you got, if you're the Pistons and you can bring one or two guys off that bench, you know, maybe a Hamadou Diallo, like I said, Killian Hayes. Um, I think those guys are going to be primarily have to look to play defense. Jaden Ivey's going to figure it out offensively. You know what I mean? I think that Jalen Duran's more of a project offensively. I, I love his presence around the rim. I love his, uh, his his bounce. You know what I mean? Around the rim, big strong kid, six foot eleven. What what a steal! What a steal for the Pistons to get him, and and really didn't even really give up anything. I mean, you you basically traded Jeremy Grant for Jalen Durant, and it and, it's, and it worked. You know what I mean? That that pick and for twenty twenty five, who cares? You know what I'm saying? It worked. You know what I mean? Love with love the direction the Pistons are going in. We'll talk about Jalen Durant on the next um, show. Hats off to Troy Weaver, man. I think that he 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 balled out on draft night. He's got everything. Um, you know, the, the the league was talking about how, how what great of moves you know he did and what what he did to parlay that pick and to ultimately get Jalen Durant, which was it's going to be a piece that looks like it could be here for a while. You know what I mean? It, because he's young. You know what I mean? And it, when you get a kid in your system. You can bring him up, you know, especially it might not be pressure on him to start or anything right away, which I think for him is going to be good. You know, Jay Nivey, you know, you can pencil him in. He's a starter right now. You know what I mean? So I think Killian Hayes is relegated to the bench right now, and we, he can figure it out. You know what I'm saying? This is V for the win. Thanking y'all for listening. Very excited about the Pistons. This is V for the win, y'all. Peace.